The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. This is Rev. Jackie, and today I'm so pleased to have with me um, on the show, Voices of Unity, the one and only, the hat, Kelly Hunt. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thanks for having me, Jackie. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, and this is the perfect day for you, right? Today is St. Patty's Day, and my understanding is you are half Irish. Yes, but today, you'll know I'm all Irish. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. You know, I think, you know, I've done the 23andMe thing, and I think I have like a 2% or 1% Irish at one time, and then as the test got better, it went away. Uh, well, we'll just make you an honorary Irish woman today. Well, thank you. You know, so what I say is I was Irish, and then I just leave it at that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Questions. People have questions. I don't have answers. <laughs> but I'm so excited, Kelly. You're such a, an amazing musician. And, um, you know, of course, you're a staple in the Kansas City area, but um, you are well known across the country. And, um, and of course, in Unity and um, CSL, Centers for Spiritual Living Circles. And, um, and you and I had uh, the great blessing of doing a really special service together earlier this year. Um, well, I guess it was 2019. We're now in 2020. Um, yeah. You were at, we were at Unity of Kansas City North and uh, Reverend Myra has been a guest on my show many times and she's shared her journey with uh, her experience of cancer with my audience. So um, we talked about that service, that, that first service where she shared with her congregation um, what she was experiencing and what the, when she was getting ready to start chemo. And you were the musician that Sunday. Right. I, I was very moved by the whole thing and all of the support that you all and her congregation gave her. And I didn't know that morning uh, that that was going to happen. But I think maybe you were the one that told me before yeah. the service started. And I suddenly um, realized why I was really there. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I used to be um, the music director there. And right. It just, you know, and so the, the musicians, musicians are always on my mind when I'm in that space anyway. And it just occurred to me that I wondered if anyone had talked to you. And um, so I'm really yeah. glad I did because that would have, you know, been a, you know, interesting Ooh. thing to like learn in the moment in real time. So, um, but then, you know, the thing that happened and here's where I just want to share this a little bit, because it was such a just truly mystical moment um, for me. I had wanted to request um, the Ricky Byers song. Um, we let the love or we let it be, I think mm -hmm. is the name of the song. And, um, but I knew it was a guest, not someone from the community. And I know you have your own amazing music. So I didn't want to I just didn't want to throw that extra thing in to the mix. But sure enough, while we were doing that ceremony, you just went right into that song. I'm telling you what, I almost lost it. <laughs> and, you know, that wasn't planned. No. Was, no, it wasn't planned. It's one of my no. favorite songs. But there was a part of the service that was extended. And I just felt like I was a walking antenna, as we all are in yeah. Yes, yes. And it was like... Um, it just, it was an incoming 
thing for me and I just started to play it and it felt right. And uh, so I guess I was on the spiritual hotline there. <laughs> yes, you were. <clears throat> and I'm so grateful for that. It was truly beautiful. So, you know, Thank lots you. of people have heard your music. It's amazing. And we've got, we're going to play some tracks today on the show. And I feel like we should start with Golden Hour since we're going to have a Golden Hour together right now. Okay. So Louie's going to roll that for us. Hit it, Louie. your spirit down open up your eyes stop yourself look around don't you see what's right before you in the midst of agony something shining in the dirt picking up the lawless Then shaking off the husk Never easy to lift up your broken dreams from the floor To make a new mosaic Let the healing waters pour So now everyone knows that's listening to the show And people who will download this show in the future You know, how wonderful and upbeat and just riveting your music is so talk to us about golden hour and you know people always love to hear behind the scenes like what inspired the artist so talk to us about that well um that song was co-written with my friend karen miriam goldberg who was the former poet laureate of the state of kansas for four years Ah. yeah she and i've co-written for many many years and she's a wonderful writer um uh, novelist and poet and workshop facilitator. But I'll tell you what, um, we were inspired to write that song uh, in times when we had a friend who was um, dealing with a lot of um, life issues, as many of us are right now. Right. And we chose to take a look at um, not only what's coming, but what is already in process for the greater good. And here's a fun little behind the scene things about that song. Um, the backup singers on that are the wonderful McCrary. Yeah, they, and for those that don't th- know the McCrary's, their father was one, one of the founding and original members of the, the gospel group, the Fairfield Four. This out al- is from the um, Golden Hours from the album, The Beautiful Bones, which was recorded in Nashville, which is where they live. And I had just so wanted to have them on that track. And the, Brian Owens, who plays drums on that whole album, who's an incredible drummer, uh, had just gotten off tour with them and just called them at home and said, hey, I'm working with this artist. Are you available today? (laughs) And they came and we felt like we were sisters from another mother. And they jumped in. And in fact, they sing on several tracks on that album. So I was having a big time in the studio that day. Yeah, you were. Oh, wow. (laughs) That is so cool. 
fun fact right here on Voices mm-hmm. of Unity. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, and so, you know, talking about, uh, you know, the, what's happening in the world today, you know, we are, you know, those hopefully listening in the future, like we are on the other side of this, but right now on March 17th, 2020, you know, we are in the midst of this coronavirus um, pandemic. And um, so, you know, I sort of couched this show, not knowing when I booked you that we would be in the midst of this, um, as like, hey, let's take a break from the news. Let's, you know, have a lift me up, uh, a power up, if you will. And music is, you know, such an amazing tool in that regard. It's something we can all relate to and just can get inside our heart and soul. Yes. Um, And, you know, the title of today's show is Brave Voices and the Power of Music. So here we are. Yes, ma'am. So talk to me because I know, you know, we're friends on Facebook and I know you did that live concert and I think you're going to do another one. I am. I did a live Facebook solo concert um, just this past Saturday and I'm going to be doing another one this coming Saturday, March. Is it the 21st? Hmm. The 22nd. Anyway, on Saturday... At 7 p.m. Central Time, I'm going to do a live Facebook solo concert. People can find it at Kelly Hunt Music. I spell my first name K-E-L-L-E-Y-H-U-N-T, Kelly Hunt Music on Facebook. And this is going to be an all-request program. So if anybody has a request of one of my songs or something that they've they've heard me do live or that's recorded on one of my 6.1 CDs... um, they can certainly request that. I'm taking requests ahead of time so I can get ready oh, for nice. the show. And it's going to be an hour long. And um, people will have the option to watch it for free or to support it financially. And uh, it's just one of those things that as a musician and as someone in this industry, um, many of us have our more traditional ways of work um, taken away from us right now. Yeah, but yeah. That doesn't mean that we can't shift gears, be supportive of each other. And I initially just, I woke up uh, last week with this idea that said, you know what? Yes, you may not be working for a while. And yes, that is, that is a challenge. But what do you have that you can give? How can, yeah. you, how can you serve? And the way I can serve best is with music. So I decided to do that. And in a time, you know, very stressful for us. And people were so supportive. We had, oh, hundreds of people reach out from all over yeah. the U.S. and Canada. I've, I've played in most of North America and lots of Europe. So we have fans all over the world. And they are being very supportive of us. And it's exciting. I appreciate it. And I love being able to be proactive. Yes. Well, and it's such an important time because you're providing a medicine. You know, it's it's not a cure, but it is certainly uh-huh. a, a medicine and something that that just helps. And, you know, artists have been doing that through the ages. Right. Yes. yes. And, I, you know, I saw a Facebook post um, the other day that was saying, well, it's time for the, you know, musicians and artists to get to work. And, you know, and I and I was kind of like. We've been working. Yeah, we've been working. And, you know, and yeah, I understood the sentiment that, you know, the person was really talking about the, you know, the arts are a salve, really. You know, there's such a healing element 
and especially in times like these that we we can come together and connect through it. And it's at a time when we're all being told to stay home and and to socially distance from each other. That yeah. can be, um, you know, it can be a connective um, fiber yeah. for us. So you know, I appreciate so, that. Well, thank you. And you know, mm-hmm. something that um, I've heard said lately that really resonated with me is. We are physically distancing, but we're socially connected. Yeah. And um, there's a, you know, the poet, I don't know if it's, if it's pronounced Hafiz. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I love what was written. It says, I once asked a bird, how is it that you fly in this gravity of darkness? She responded, love lifts me. And so I think love in action is so important always, but particularly right now, well, how can we lift each other? What is the yes. form of love that we have that we can use? And you, you know, you have so many gifts yourself, Jackie, and we're yeah. also appreciative. But having reaching out to this radio show and um, and giving me the opportunity to reach out with my music, um, mm-hmm. that not only lifts us, but hopefully others around us as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, and it's not to be missed, you know, the piece that you said of, you know, for performing artists of every kind right now and and the service industry, you know, people who whose source of income might be really shifting right now and suddenly, um, yeah. you know, to be able to creatively find new ways to give because we know, you know, the the laws of the universe are that we give and it returns to us. Indeed. Um, so there's that, you know, being willing to step into faith, you know, in and through faith that we may not see the structure that we've created and that we're used to relying on, but to know that those laws are still in operation um, and that it's opportunity, you know, giving might be in, you know, ways of reaching out. Oh, I see Kelly Hunt live on Facebook. She's an artist. I'm going to support her. Or, you know, knowing that there are you know, we've seen like small businesses, you know, or mm-hmm. people suggesting buy a gift certificate now so that that money is in circulation now. And then when it's, you know, safer to be out and about in the public spaces, you know, and you can go enjoy that. So sure. I think it's an invitation for all of us to really call ourselves into a greater creativity of how we, how we do connect with yes. each other. Yes. And support our economy, support our systems that we have in place. You know, we've got students, droves and droves of students who are, you know, out of school for a period of time. And wow, I mean, it's, it, it can feel like chaos. Mm-hmm. And in some ways it is like, that's the reality. And so, you know, we reach in, right? We reach inward. Yes. And, and I think also it's, for especially, and I believe that we're all creatives. Everybody is. Yes. But for those of us who are are more used to being in that flow, and that's our focus of our life, incredible ideas can come to us in ways that um, can lift uh, lift each other up. I have. There's a song that I've written. That I'm going to be recording this year called "One Heart at a Time," oh. and some of the lyrics are "One Heart at a Time, We Lift Each Other Up." One thought at a time, one vision at a time, you know, one step at a time. And um, 
hey, now's the golden opportunity. <laughs> it <People> is. <laughs> boy. Hey, I'm work that in. <laughs> and boy, are we in. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, so I want to play another track. Uh, we're going to play about four tracks, you know, to really give our listeners a taste of your music. And, um, of course, we want them to go to your website, which is kellyhunt.com. And, again, it's K-E-L-L-E-Y, Hunt, H-U-N-T.com. And so I want to hear, we're going to play Let It Rain. Okay. So, Louie, roll that. Let it rain. You felt broken all along. Your failures cut you to the bone. you have nothing nothing to give the well is empty no reason to live but you have everything everything you need it is all Beautiful song. So let's talk about, let's give some context to this song. I'd love to hear again, you know, the behind the scenes, what inspired you? And then let's give it some context for today. Okay. Well, the song was written during a drought, a physical drought. Um, I live in Lawrence, Kansas, uh, just outside of town. And um, shout out was, to the Jayhawks. <laughs> sat, shout out to my ever-loving Jayhawks. Rock chalk, yes. y'all. I, yes. I attended KU. So Me it's too. My alma, it's my alma mater. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the song was written during a time uh, that was challenging in a different way. And again, believe it or not, my friend Karen uh, Miriam Goldberg and I wrote this one as well. And we many times write at her house. She lives out in the country. She has an old upright piano that's has been uh, well-loved and is very beaten up that they painted purple. And so I... I love it. <laughs> yeah. My favorite and, color. <laughs> yeah. And I love purple. And we, we said, sometimes we just look at each other and go, well, we need to go to the purple piano. And, <laughs> um she and I both write music and both write lyrics, so it's always an amalgamation of, of each of each for each of us. Anyway, the song, many times when we work on a song, I'll take it home and tweak it a little bit more uh, musically. So that's what I did. I got home and was sitting at my piano, which as a piano it used to belong to my grandmother. As I was going through the song... I could hear thunder roll in from the distance oh. and it actually began to rain. Oh. And I feel like that's just, 
as silly as it may sound, you know, Jackie, I feel like it's a metaphor yeah. for let's speak it, let's see it, let's say it. Whether we can see it or not, it's on its way. Mm-hmm. And um, if we allow ourselves to let that rain in a positive way, rain into our hearts, you know, nourish the soil that we're, what are we growing, you know, mm-hmm. with, with yeah. our words and our thoughts. Um, it just felt right. And yeah. that's from the, that's from the record, The Beautiful Bones. Ah, oh, love it. Love it. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's so beautiful. And such, you know, rain is such a powerful metaphor and, um, you know, because it's such a, just a physical, the physical experience, especially here in the Midwest, the physical yes. experience of rain, <laughs> it's like overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. I grew up in the Northwest and so there's a lot of rain, but it's a drizzle rain. It's a gentle rain. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, it's a happy rain. <laughs> You know, I mean, some people, some people think it's like, you know, maybe dreary because it's often cloudy and stuff, but it's such a gentle, sweet rain. And here in the Midwest, it is torrential. I mean, (laughs) you know, I, like when I first moved here was to go to KU and, um, the, the first storms that I experienced were terrifying as you know, I was 17 and I felt like hiding under my bed and calling for my mom, you know, you bet. Oh, it's yeah. just, it's so overwhelming. And so, you know, so I understand, you know, at a deeper level, what a powerful metaphor that is, um, in music, you know, um, I've seen fire and I've seen rain, you know, let it rain. There's lots, you know, lots of music and lyrics around that. Um, and it's so poetic and, and, and offer such a gift, like you're saying, for us to, you know, also lean into what is nourishing about this and what is natural about this cycle. And, and maybe in a way we're being called to, to examine that, you know, in the midst of this coronavirus. Maybe. And I think it's different for all of us, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that may be for us. But yeah, 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 that's, that's, that's one song that I, I do live often. And it's one that I did in the last Facebook live concert this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. And so you've talked a couple of times about your experience of co-writing and you know, that's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's an art in and of itself. True. True. Talk I, about that. Well, I didn't feel like I was um, ready to do any co-writing for many years. The first couple of albums that were released um, I wrote, I write everything, write or co-write almost everything I record. And I hadn't co-written yet. And my, um, business partner and my life partner, uh, Al Berman, who also has done management for me for many, many years, he, um, encouraged me for seven years <laughs> to jump into the co-writing, uh, stream. And I don't know if it was, it was because of uh, the fear of it or insecurity or I'm not really sure what, but finally one day I just said yes. And the first person I ever co-wrote with was uh, my, uh, Michael Perrier, who at that time was with BMG, the largest publishing company in the world. And he was head of one of their divisions. And that's who I first co-wrote with uh, wow. in, Nash- in Nashville, Tennessee, in, wow. their, in their songwriters building where you have separate rooms for writers and you reserve the rooms. And I, he agreed to write with me. <laughs> no pressure there. Oh, God. No. <laughs> um, but it was actually, as it turns out, 
even though he's a wildly successful writer and he's head of his, one of the divisions there, um, what I didn't realize because of my inexperience, I didn't know what I didn't know, was that he and many writers who do this uh, professionally, they are only concerned about what serves the song. There's no ego involved. They don't need to be a great singer or a great instrumentalist uh, to be a great songwriter. And so that first day we were in the room, there was a little keyboard. Michael walked in. He's about six foot five. And he kind of talks like this. Mm. And he he walks in and he goes, well, hey, Miss Kelly. He said, I had an idea on the way over. And he dropped to his knees, closed his eyes and started singing one line of a song that had come to him. Now, keep in mind, he's a brilliant writer, but he's not a singer. (laughs) I love it. And I, and then he just looked up at me and he just said, he goes, well, what do you think? And he wasn't asking about how he sang. He asked about the line. Uh And all of a sudden I started getting all these ideas and musical ideas. And I got over myself quickly. We wrote a song called, would you still be there? Which is on one of my recordings. Uh, I think it's on the new shade of blue recording. And it's turned into be one of my favorite songs. And he helped me um, step out of myself and go forward as a songwriter. And ever since that time, I've written with several really wonderful writers. And I also continue to write on my own. I love it. What a, what a great story. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you don't have to sing to be a great songwriter. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't no, have to be a great singer. <laughs> yeah. And there's some people whose specialty is lyrics, some people whose specialty is music. Uh-huh. If we look at Bernie Toppin and Elton John, Bernie right, the exactly, and they've been doing that for fifty years. So yeah. there, there are many ways to get to get that out there. And uh, I'm not saying that everyone I've co-written with is a good match to write with, but I'm saying that it becomes clearer as you go along and get more experienced when it does work. And yeah, I'm grateful for that. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. It's more kind of behind the scenes in the music biz, which, you know, I think is really interesting to people. And, you know, because we, you know, everyone connects to music in, in one way or another. And um, so, you know, it's the, there was a time, I think, where most music was written just like, you know, on the front porch or, you know, in homes. And, and in uh-huh. some spaces that still happens, you know, sure. but there's also this industry part of it and to see how how it still happens today, but in, you know, a more formalized um, industry way. That's very yeah. cool. OK, well, that music means it is time for us to take a break. And we're going to be back in the second half with two more tracks by the one and only Pat Kelly Hunt. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez.
And we are back, and I still have Kelly Hunt with us today on the show, and we've been uh, hearing some of her tracks and uh, a little, you know, behind the scenes of songwriting and what it's like to be in the music industry, and um, also, you know, this theme of brave voice, you know, keeps coming up. And, you know, Kelly, you um, also, you teach, you cultivate new musicians and artists, so talk to us about that. How are you, you know, protecting the future of music? Yes. And, you know, it's so energizing for me. Uh, Many years ago, I started doing um, workshops in the schools when I was out on tour. And I still do that where I go into um, every everywhere from, you know, K through 12 um, uh, to the Berkeley School of Music, Mm -hmm. university levels. And the things that energized me were to just Again, it's, it's about a way to offer something that might be helpful to somebody else. So I'm a vocal coach. Um, I'm also, I work with uh, piano players who are working on improvisational skills and more specifically in kind of the blues genre. It's not all blues, mm. but mm-hmm. just way to get, off, get away from the page and, and use your ear. And I also work as a songwriting coach, which is such a joy. So interspersed with the recording touring um, and doing various workshops out in the world Um, I do well I guess it's been 15 years now with uh, Karen Goldberg we've done a retreat out in the Flint Hills of Kansas called Brave Voice Writing and Singing for Your Life and it's it's a week-long retreat love it it. yeah so everything that I'm doing is centered around music and creativity and that feeds my soul so i i feel good about doing that and i as a as a coach it's just so much fun it's so yeah. much fun to see the light go on for somebody and to get to be around uh such diverse soulful people and um you know it it's as much fun for me as it is and maybe even more for me than it is for them. And I'm hoping that they're having a lot of fun. Yes, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. You're just a delight. Well, thanks, Jackie. So I think it's time for another track. And we've got a track. Um, this time is the name of this track. So you can talk to us. Why, why don't you set this one up for us? Okay. Well, just in a nutshell, this is a song about um, paying attention and don't wait till tomorrow to do what you absolutely are here to do today. Awesome. Let's roll it, Louie. Okay, so this song is all about not waiting till tomorrow 
to do what we got to do, to do what we can do today. You know, we have this saying in spiritual circles of, you know, asking the question, what is mine to do? And you are very well connected with Unity and Centers for Spiritual Living. So talk to us about the spiritual element that comes to you in and through your music. Well, you know, I think it's something that has just happened naturally all of my life. It's part of who I am, and um, I don't think there's a way for me to stop it. (laughs) And when I look back on some of the things that I've written over the years, um, you know, I just realized that it's just part of a natural progression personally. And I very much resonated with unity um, many, many years ago, but I didn't become involved with it until... I'd say about maybe 2001, 2002, and in my community here in Lawrence. And it was really the first time I almost felt a sense of relief because I grew up, you know, uh, in a wonderful family, actually, and uh, going to um, a church and, and being real inspired by all kinds of things. But there were certain elements of that that didn't feel right to me. And it was kind of a grief in stepping away from that as an adult, like, gosh, yeah. you know, but there were other elements of it that I, I really loved and found myself going back to. And once I actually got a better understanding of what the unity principles really were and what the teachings actually were, um, the more and more I got into that, the more I started to feel at home. And I just felt kind of a sweet sense of relief and calm. And mm-hmm. I felt it, that resonated more with me on a personal level. I love it. That's, you know, I think a very common story in terms of the teaching of that, that resonance. And, you know, and I think a a big piece of it is that practical element of it, right? That it's, yes, sometimes, you know, religion and spiritual teachings can feel very um, lofty and um, sort of unreachable that it has to be, you know, taught and, you know, um, communicated through, you know, the one holy person, you know, that has Mm -hmm. the holder of truth and it just feels very separate, but unity teachings and, you know, new thoughts. So that includes center for spiritual living. Um, it's that practical element of like, how does the truth come through me, you know, through the Mm -hmm. individual and really stepping into our own power in that way, our own spiritual power. Right. I agree. And I think there's elements of that all throughout our world. And yeah, um, the, you know, science of mind, yeah. thought, um, they're all really in many ways the, the, they have the thread of the same thing. Yes. Throughout yes. Them. So, and I love the um, idea of being personally involved and not separate. Right. Yes. Well, and it's, you know, very, you know, as a musician, I mean, the, the experience of, creating music is very similar to me right it's Mm -hmm. there's there's a deep listening that happens within right and as the message of music you know and whatever instrument for me a saxophone bass you know comes through um it is deeply spiritual and it it is sort of a translation of of a spiritual experience yes yeah and the energy of that that's being put out it comes back in a, a beautiful cycle Yes. You put out that energy and it comes back to you and feeds that. Oh my gosh, yes. Especially, you know, I think especially right now when we're, when we are having to physically distance from each other, mm-hmm. um, 
I uh, I love the opportunity to be able to connect in uh, other ways, phone yeah. calls, social media, email, whatever it is. I think um, I personally really need that right now. Yes, yes, uh, for sure. Yeah, like, for sure. like, are we going to all learn to use our cell phones as phones? <laughs> Gee, <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, you know, if I just had a way that I could just talk to someone instead of mm. just sending these you know text messages <laughs> and hear the voice, you know. What could it be? What could it be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Um, you know, and it's, I, you know, have you seen that? It, there's a video on uh, online and on social media that has gone viral um, from Italy where yes. people were leaning out their windows and singing. And it's oh. just like, that sums it up. The human spirit, the power of music, um, the power of creative thinking and desire to connect with one another. And, and in the midst of anything, that spirit of joy. Yes. Right. Being able to tap into, into that and that, the, that longing for one another and for connection, you know, the result of, of getting that is joy. I mean, it just like, it, there's so much in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I totally agree. And, you know, when I first saw that video, whenever it was this past week, um, I got teary. Yeah. Because the, the power of the human voice and the connect in that way, people reaching out, you know, in that way. And boy, that was, I was smiling with tears in my eyes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know, and it's, you know, the power of the human voice is, it just runs so deep. And, you know, your voice is, has such that that earthy just power like it just grabs you and you know not everyone has that I mean that is just a real gift and yes and like you talked about you know the songwriter that you know his gift was writing not singing yes (laughs) you know and and then I also imagine you know mothers everywhere who sing to their children you know the baby's not you know small children are not judging the quality of, of the yes. singing, you know, it's, but it's that, that hu- the humanity in it, the voice and that connective element, um, and, and music when, when we make music, we just, that's something that just pours out of heart and soul. It, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of the things that really, I believe anyone, you know, to a degree can, can create and it's creating like something out of nothing, right? It's the, 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 you know, nothingness, but it's the spirit. It's the human spirit and soul is just like bringing that into um, actual expression. And it's so powerful. True. How do you, you know, you mentioned your, um, the week, the week long retreats, the brave voice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can make up things in my head about what that's about, but talk to us about what that, what's behind that. (laughs) Well, um, Brave Voice is something that Karen Goldberg and I um, dreamed up uh, about 16, 17 years ago, and we wanted to do it in a place where people could have uh, lots of space around them. So we do it at White Memorial Camp out at Council Grove Lake out in the Flint Hills of Kansas. When we're out there, we are the only group on site, and we have daily morning workshops that alternate between songwriting creative writing of any kind, writing prompts, group singing. Um, We share meals. There are nice cabins to stay in out there. And then we have afternoons open for just, we need space to just think and rest and relax. And Mm -hmm. people can go on walks. We we offer little extra um, art stations that are always open. We have 
uh, massage therapists there. We also have, you know, movement, uh, gentle strength yoga or Tai Chi, something that's very easy for people. People come from all over the, all over North America to it. Wow. And we, and we limit the number to under 30 people. And then in the evenings, we have special performances. Karen does a special evening reading. I do a special solo concert. We have a, a, a concert we do together that's done just for that uh, group. And then they have what we call the Coffee House of Wonder. On the last yeah. night, we have a special dinner with special gifts. And they do their readings or singings or dance or whatever they want to offer. And we oh, have wow. built quite a community of people from all over North America, men and women. And um, it's a nurturing uh, environment to be a non-judgmental. And this is our 15th year coming up uh, May, starting May 17th. Wow. That's, I imagine you've, a, I was say, I imagine you've cultivated a community. Like that's, you know, that sounds like a very deep experience and you know, intimate. Well, it is. And, you know, it's, it's very inclusive and, if people want to see, um, you know, pictures and they want to go through and look at what the actual uh, workshop is all about, they can go to bravevoice.com and everything okay. is all all there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so uh, let's talk about this idea of brave voice and, mm-hmm. you know, what, <clears throat> what do you t- share with people? Because it can be terrifying, I mean, to, to sing, right, to use your voice, even to, for some people to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just talking, you know, because there's such a vulnerability that, that comes True. with the territory. So what do you, like, what's your, what's your take on that? How do you, how do you sort of help <laughs> usher people into that, um, into that courage? Well, I think there are, there are lots of ways to do that. And some people's voice is, is best expressed on the page, you know, mm-hmm. some people like to listen and take things in internally and think before they uh, feel like they are not necessarily brave enough, although that can sometimes be the case, but that they're ready to to say or sing or write or dance or sculpt or paint what it is they have to say that's uniquely theirs. And so um, I find that if someone is in an environment where what they say, do, think, paint, sing is all held in in confidence, it's confidential, and they are in a group that is non-judgmental, and there nothing is deemed, you know, that they try to express wrong. Uh, everything is welcomed there without judgment. It tends to relax the idea that there's tenseness around mm-hmm. uh, expressing yourself, and once that um, river starts to flow and you're encouraged in a loving way and held in a way that says, not only do we encourage this, but we appreciate it. And you're inspiring us as well. I mean, we've seen amazing things happen, you know, there. And I it's imagine. not just, yeah. And, you know, when we sing there, we, the singing parts of the workshops are all done as a group. Nobody is asked to sing alone. Mm-hmm. You you don't have to do anything nice. that's offered there. It's all your choice. Love it, and that's there's so much power in that choice, right? Because you, you so. make the choice to step into it or not, mm-hmm. and both choices yeah. are are perfectly acceptable. Um, but it's you know giving someone that space to you know to utilize to be brave and utilize their own voice 
and and yes. also the the safety to do that in community that's that's brilliant well thank you we've it it's been something that's one of my biggest joys in my life i imagine um there's some really deep transformation that happens that that you've yes. bared witness to and yeah truly truly and for ourselves as well over the years so what would you say for our listeners like what's a nugget um if someone is like struggling or thinking about and it may be just like there's something I need to say or you know in this there was okay I was so I was at Costco last night and it was not to hoard toilet paper <laughs> they, didn't, okay. they were out of toilet paper we just like needed groceries because it's spring break and they've extended spring break by a week and so I'm like right, I gotta feed these kids <laughs> you betcha. So, so I went to Costco but um there was uh as we were checking out there was a woman who was waiting and she got very close to us to talk and you know and I'm th- and I'm sitting there trying not to judge like how do I advocate for this physical distancing and and just gently and gently remind her because surely she knows and they have signs when you walk in of like please practice social distancing you know give space uh-huh. and you know and also she clearly needed connection and and she seemed nervous and you know so it's like how do we like that's just an example of like sort of an everyday how am I brave in this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not always at, on stage at a microphone, you know. Right. So, like, how do we, like, what nuggets can you give our listeners mm. about stepping into the brave voice? Well, I think the more clear we are with ourselves and clear with others that says, you know, let's say I'm in a situation for myself and I'm feeling a certain way and it's coming through as maybe anger or fear or abruptness. If I just stop for a moment and think and say out loud to the other person, you know what? I'm actually really sad or I'm, I'm afraid of this, or I don't know about you, but right now I'm feeling um, anxious about this. And many times if we can just say what it really is for us. Yep. It, puts us in it can feel vulnerable um but there's a beautiful example of this jackie i just thought of this there's an example of patty the singer patty smith singer poet writer songwriter Mm -hmm. when she was asked to sing uh uh, to honor bob dylan at the nobel peace prize concert Mm -hmm. it's online and she's singing one of his songs um called i believe the times they are changing Uh in front of a world audience and she got so nervous in the middle of it she stopped And she said out loud, I'm, I apologize. I'm so nervous. I want to do a good job. And here's a world class. Yeah. And everybody just their the energy changed. Their hearts were with her. She got a little teary for a moment and then she proceeded. And it was beautiful example of just what we're talking about. So yes, that it's that kind of thing. Hey, we're all human, you know? Yeah. We're, we're human beings as you know, souls and the human body. So let's just, let's take it easy on each other. And let's, <laughs> yes. just, let's just take it easy on ourselves. You know? I love it. And you know, and what you're yeah. describing too is, you know, by owning it and giving words to it and just saying it, yes. that invites connection, right? It, like I think yeah. a lot of times what we're afraid of is that however I'm feeling or whatever I'm going to say is going to result in 
um, a, a break of connection or a distancing or abandonment, yeah. or like we get in our heads about like, if I'm feeling this way, it's going to create some, you know, rift in my outer experience. But when you do it in a way that is self-compassionate and, and just owning how you're feeling, yes, that actually invites connection. It oh, does. And it's still so scary, right? It's still, it's still mm-hmm. so scary. Yeah, it can be. I love it. Thank you for sharing that example. Yeah, I think that's just right on point. Well, you know, I want to end the show with your song, Miracle. It, Ah. you know, just listening to it, it's just a song you can just melt into. And it feels appropriate for the times that we're in. And, you know, for anyone who wants to, you know, pause for meditation. And um, so, you know, I want to kind of wrap things up now. And when Louie plays that, that'll just take the show out. And so, um, so I'm going to ask you to set it up for us and, um, and uh, the song miracle, talk to us about it. Okay. Well, um, again, this is another song co-written with Karen Goldberg. This is a song that almost wrote itself. She had the words to the chorus and handed it to me and the verses came and the music came and something special happened when we recorded it. I played it and sang it live. And then we had the McCrary sisters come in and do the background singers. And we were all, um, we felt the energy of it at the time. And hopefully your listeners will feel the uh, energy of it right now. Yeah, and it's, it is. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, I just want to thank you, Jackie, so much for mm. the opportunity to come on here and talk with you and thank your listeners. And, um, I feel so grateful today. It's a, it's yeah. a good day. It's a good day to, um, be as much love and encouragement as we can. So yes. thank you for that. Yes. And, and thank you for the gratitude because it, you know, that's such a powerful tool right now that we can use is, you know, really focusing on what, what is happening right now that we can feel grateful for and, and time together in seclusion with our families, you know, and that can, yeah. you know, I mean, let's real talk. That can be a double-edged sword, but, yes. <laughs> but uh-huh. if we can lean into, you know, the gratitude, I mean, I have teenagers, so, <laughs> but well, lean you're into so the gratitude. Lucky. I am so lucky and, and, and they're not going to blow me off for spring break and hang out with their friends. You know, I get to have, you know, some of this time with them and, you know, at a time when I feel that their child is slipping away. So it's, you know, there's just so much to be grateful for and, um, and the opportunity now for each of us, as we've talked about, to really lean in, you know, at a heart level to each other and to connection and, and of course, for the gift of music to help us do that. So I always love to end the show, um, inviting the listeners to, uh, until next time, tune in and tune up in spirit. And now I'll ask Louie to go ahead and roll the track Miracle.
Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.